0: that's right ladies and gentlemen it is commissioner cooper and we go west to dig for gold for the san francisco 49ers a lot of big hype for this team this year and it's time for tss fantasy
1: Yeah! It worked for The Rock and it's gonna work for me.
2: And you just got slandered.
3: That's what
2: it is! This court is adjourned. It
0: is Commissioner Cooper!
4: Welcome to Sophistication Station.
1: I'm here to save Fantasy roster. And it's time for TSS Fantasy.
0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for the San Francisco 49ers. We're here, Nick, but where is this guy Justin? Now, this is his team and he's late tonight? Uh, It's a no-show. no show Let's get the <laughs> no call, no show for your team, bro. Listen, I'm going to put the 49ers fan card in said pocket. Let's start the introductions. Welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flander
2: and Macaronis. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yes, uh, we are discussing one of uh, the team from one of my favorite cities I've ever visited. Beautiful city uh, and home of my favorite chocolate, Giordelli okay
0: way to throw that one in there nick all right if you're watching on youtube do us a big solid hit the subscribe hit the notification bell hit a like hit a comment little things stopping you from doing it big things popping for us when you do so we do appreciate that go to our, our sponsors underdog fantasy use the promo code tss We'll double that deposit up to $100. Also, go to Jazz Sportsbooks. Lots of great promos there. Use our promo code TSS for those. And if you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion, go to Pro and Belts. They got a lot of great stuff for you there. Nick, we got a busy show tonight. So I'm going to bid you adieu for now. It's time for the doc. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> the doctor is in we are digging for gold to close the nfc
5: west let's go doc what's on the house call with the 49ers couple of quarterbacks to talk about we'll start with brock purdy so he had surgery in march to repair his torn ulnar collateral ligament in his throwing elbow this is the popular tommy john ligament so a big deal The Tommy John procedure he had was with a new internal bracing technique that we've talked about quite a bit on this show. They enhanced his damaged ligament, which runs north-south on the inside of the elbow. They repaired it and enhanced it with this collagen-coated tape to add stability. It has baseball pitchers back on the mound sooner, and it had Brock Purdy pitching by May. Again, that surgery was March, and he was pitching, uh, excuse me, throwing two months later. I'm optimistic he'll be ready for week one. We're going to go 15% of the bench. Competing with him, we've got Trey Lance. So a finger injury affected his rookie season. He played just six games. In 2021, he played one game and 15 snaps before that right fibular or lower outer leg fracture and the ankle ligament tears. Now he's been cleared medically, and he's reported to be 100% at this point. Says he's ready to go for week one. We're going to go 40% of the bench. More so than injury risk, I want to hear what you guys have to say about the Purdy Lance competition that we're going to see in San Francisco. And lastly, in the backfield, Christian McCaffrey, he burned you in 2020, burned me in 2021 as we both wasted number one picks on him. But if you pull those two seasons out of the data set, he hasn't missed a game in his other four seasons. And despite two seasons riddled with lower body injuries, and this is you know ankle sprains, gluten hamstring strains, so on and so forth, and his advancing age, he's 27-year-old running back. Um, San Francisco gave him a rebirth. I think there's a lot to be excited about. And incidentally, so did the TSS guys. You've got him at number two. Justin and Flanders at number one. We're going 35% of the bench. I think he has a good season ahead.
0: Christian, you're back. All right, NFC West is concluded. We'll see you next Christian, welcome back, my friend. We got a busy show and a lot of people waiting to root on these Niners Let's bring them in.
6: Our next stop on our summer tour, we go digging for gold in San Francisco. Get ready for a San Francisco treat with the 49ers.
0: The San Francisco treat, indeed. Welcome in, guys. We appreciate you being here. Let's go around the room. We'll start with Jeff first. Welcome into the studio, friend.
7: Yeah, it's Jeff. Me, Jeff, or...
0: Yeah, uh, no, I'm sorry, the Yeah, right, like, no, it's no. cool. We, we, there's a lot
7: of Jeff's Jeff Forty Nine er fans You're, on Twitter you out are there too. Correct.
0: My fault, sir.
7: No, it's cool. It's cool. Um, hey, uh, it's good to be here. Big Niner fan, lifetime. Um, basically indoctrinated from birth, but I was I was there. You know, born in the heyday, so it was. You know. It was great when I was a kid, and um, I'm still waiting for number six. But, uh, you know, I'm here repping um, Saturday to Sunday football. We do some fantasy. We do some uh, college scouting. So um, I love walking through the new
0: faces that 49 going to see today. Absolutely. Well, welcome in. Let's welcome friend to the show, Dan Mater. Welcome into the studio, friend
6: thanks for having me over man Uh, it's been a long time coming miss you over there Uh, i'm glad you guys are doing really well off on your own right now and uh yeah, man. Uh, 49ers, I never had a choice. It just, I was born into it and that was that was that. And I couldn't be happier about that situation uh, coming from the M.D.'s fantasy football show. A lot to talk about. A lot we just dove into because I just had Brian Scott on yesterday. We talked a little bit about Purdy, so I'm already prepared on that front. We had Laquan Jones from NFL Network on to talk the NFC West last week. So I'm ready. I'm ready
0: for the show. Awesome. We appreciate you being here. Justin Henry, welcome into the studio, friend.
8: Had to be donning the Niner cap today. Love seeing the, more of my faithful around here. It's a good thing. Y'all see the Niner brick up there. That's at <laughs> Levi right now. Diehard Niner fan, baby. Let's go. We got to get number six here soon.
0: Absolutely love it. Jeff Matteo. if I'm saying that correctly, welcome into the studio, my friend.
4: I am incredibly impressed that you nailed that <laughs> on the first try because I can't tell you how frequently it gets butchered uh doing great thrilled to be here uh pretty psyched to uh, talk Niners tonight and uh, get blown away in some trivia because I'm, I'm really bad when I'm put on the spot like that but uh <laughs> but yeah rep and gridiron ratings uh we are a fantasy football site we took a hiatus last year we're getting ready to relaunch uh, with some new content a lot of IDP stuff and I do a lot of dynasty rookie scouting so uh, my specialty is I actually spent a lot of time working for a Division One uh, football program. I spent a lot of time working with NFL scouts, you know, talent evaluation. And so I like to apply a lot of that information back into my fantasy evaluations. And, uh, you know, can't wait to share some of that content with you guys. Real life application. You got
0: to love it. Also friend to the show, Gino, Reppin' the Bay. Welcome into the studio.
9: What up, Gina? Repping the baits in the name, um, lifelong, uh, diehard, faithful Niner fan, uh, born and bred, uh, born and raised in San Francisco. So, um, my grandma, rest her soul, she was the diehard Niner fan. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's just it, you know, bleeding red and gold, baby. Um, so yeah, I've seen, I'm old enough to have seen all five Super Bowls. As a little scrawny kid, I was, I mean, pretty much like yay high, Uh, got stomped and trampled on at the 49ers parade, the first one, and never again, (laughs) Uh, pretty much. And I was like, mom, get me out of here. Shut up. Joe Montana's right there. So um, yeah, Wish, wish I'd never said that, but hey, I'm fast enough to admit it but let's go glad that everyone here except for the except for Kamish, is a niner fan what's up ted i know ted we've been on many podcasts together
0: hey i'm still representing tonight i got the backdrop with the red and yellow from oh, red shirt i mean I, i'm, I'm represent for you guys respect. tonight i got you all right ted <laughs> welcome in my friend we wish ted talks ball welcome in my friend
10: thanks commish yeah i'm ted talks ball on twitter or you can find me at ted h6 on sorry, at ted eight six on Twitter. And it actually works on YouTube or Ted Talks Ball. I write some articles for Sports Illustrated and uh, just started my YouTube channel after the Rams game week eight. Uh, long time 49ers fan since uh, uh, 76. And uh, yeah, old enough to see all five Super Bowls as they were played and also went to all five parades. So uh Definitely not a young. I'm probably the oldest person here, and uh, you know I'll I'll deal with that. So there it is.
0: Not so. Not only Gina, but everybody repping the Bay tonight. Let's get it started. We'll start. We'll start with last season. Well, a pretty decent season it was. Thirteen and four, first in the NFC West. You beat the the Seahawks in the wild card. Beat the Cowboys in the divisional round lost to the eagles however in the nfc championship so that was a bit of a disappointment the way um how hot you guys were especially down the stretch offensively sixth in the league in points per game 25.9 yards per game 359.9 which was fifth passing yards 223.1 which is 14th rush yards per game 136.8 and that was seventh overall so great offense last year And, of course, complemented with a great defense points per game. First in the league, 17.2 yards against, 299.7. That was second. Passing yards per game, 217.2. That was 16th. Rush yards per game, 82.5, which made you second overall in the league. Pretty nasty, to say the least. Let's go around the room. Defensive
9: player of the year. Thank you very much.
0: Let, they're exactly yeah the icing on the cake my apologies let's go around the room Ted I'm going to start with you give me three words or less sum up last season and expand on it for me
10: QB injuries and then to expand on it yeah uh, Trey Lance got injured week two against Seattle Jimmy G got injured I think it was week 13 against the Dolphins and then uh, obviously Brock Purdy got injured the first series against the Eagles. And, uh, you know, they say that uh, the worst part of a football game is is the part between when it's over and when the time expires. And, uh, unfortunately, in the Eagles game, that was about 52 minutes on the clock.
0: Indeed. All right, well, Gina, let's go to you. Give me three words or less on last season and then expand on that for me.
9: Uh, three words. Who would have thought? honestly three quarterbacks nfc championship we were rolling with christian mccaffrey with handoffs i mean christian mccaffrey in one game threw caught and ran in for you know three touchdowns so um who would have thought i think pretty much sums up last season yeah, I we like that. We expected indeed. to go to an, another one. I mean, with three quarterbacks, like who would have thought? And Mr. Relevant, who would have thought?
0: Who would have thought? Indeed, Christian McCaffrey, like you mentioned, he was the do it all player. Almost best like trade. Like best trade. Indeed, Jeff, let's go to you, friend. Give me three words or less on last year. Expand on it for me.
4: Ooh, I'm. I'm just gonna have to go with one. It's unlucky. Uh, you know, for all the excellence that we had and all the great play calling, for the depth demonstrated, for all of the good things that were going on, to have the entire thing come undone with the the already alluded to quarterback injuries, that's just unlucky, man. You know, sometimes you need the the breaks to go your way, and unfortunately, the breaks just went against us against the Eagles. There, uh, you know, Purdy plays four quarters; that's a different ball game, and you know he didn't didn't go the way we wanted to, and and so it's just a little unlucky. Indeed. All right, Justin, what say you?
8: Uh, my three words are almost doesn't count. And it's another year of almost getting to the championship, almost hoisting up the trophy. And it's just another year of kind of underperforming as a Niner fan over the last decade or so. So we've seen this team go to the Super Bowl, we've seen this team go to the NFC Championship. Yeah. in multiple ways over the last 15 years and it just hasn't happened so unfortunately all the success that we had in the 80s and 90s it's kind of you know we all the five and oh that we I know every single person in this room used to flaunt every cowboy fan out there we didn't lose in a super bowl it's happened now and like, so I think kind of adjusting to that that almost <laughs> doesn't count that was last year historic defense great
0: offensive weapons just couldn't get it done hopefully this year we do Indeed. I love it. Dan, what say you, my friend? Give me those three words. Expand on it for me.
6: Shanahan push pace. I am so sick and tired of this Niners offense being limited because they do not push the pace. Less than 60 plays in true offensive plays last year. If they ever get inside the top eight of of offenses, Pushing the pace play-wise, all of a sudden, the Iukes, the Debo's, the George Kittles, the Christian McCaffreys could all eat. That is what's holding back from this offense being its true form.
0: I see it being its true form this year, my friend. It's about to happen, I think. Jeff, what say you? What do you say? Three words or less. Unexpectedly successful. Um, look,
7: I, it's the same theme. We had quarterback injuries. Um, unexpectedly successful. I Look, I was thinking you know, we had a shot last year. It, the fact that they made it to the NFC championship game wasn't unexpected. But uh the fact that we did it with Brock Purdy is a the huge surprise there, right? Like I thought Jimmy G gave us mm-hmm. a great baseline. I thought Trey Lance gave us an amazing ceiling. And the fact that Brock Purdy comes in and shakes this whole thing up, but takes us on this massive win streak all the way to the NFC championship game, just I mean, almost um, everybody else was great too. almost doesn't count. It's disappointing. But but look, I think with that adversity, uh, you know, I think you got to hang your hat on it. you got to be somewhat proud of it. you got to look forward. Um, I'll save my negativity for later on in the show.
0: <laughs> <I love it. laughs> and, and, and Justin, like the kid in class is late sliding in the back of the class. Welcome into the studio. <laughs> Give me three words or less on last season, my friend.
1: Uh, Need more quarterbacks. Uh, Because that was the only thing that was hindering us the entire time was our lack of quarterbacks at the end. Um, I mean, listen, this is a a team that was built to last. Uh, We always do well in the drafts. We have an offensive line that's ascending. It just needs to click at that quarterback position. And once we can get it clicking, uh, I mean, I think it's going to be super ball bust every single year. All
0: right. I like it. All right. Well, we talked about what was, let's talk about what is. All right. So you guys lost a little bit off this team in the off season, obviously Jimmy Garoppolo off Jimmy Ward safeties gone. Mike McGlinchey right tackles gone. Samson, Eckuban edge rusher is gone. Emmanuel Mosley cornerback and Robbie Gold. I had to say was like, oh no, you guys didn't sign Robbie Gold. You signed Zane Gonzalez, really? Javon Hargrave. Oh, um- don't
6: forget about Jake Moody. Now, come on. <laughs> yeah, Jake Moody.
0: My 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 bad, my bad. Javon Hargrave um, also on the interior uh, line uh, mm-hmm. added on. Sam Darnold also added on. Isaiah Oliver cornerback mm-hmm. um, added. Through the draft, around it was round three, round three, round three. Safety Jair Brown from Penn State, kicker Jake Moody, as you mentioned, from Michigan, tight end Cameron Latou from Alabama, round five, Daryl Luter from uh, Jr., excuse me, from South Alabama, edge rusher Robert B. Jr. from Georgia linebacker d winters from dc tcu excuse me tight end braden willis from oklahoma receiver ronnie bell from michigan and linebacker jalen graham to finish off your mr irrelevant for this year let's go around the room justin we'll start with you give me a prediction for this season
8: me justin right we got two jeffs in here two justin oh teams. my oh, i
0: can't forget, man. <laughs> Bad. justin
8: henry you go ahead you're the guest go ahead yeah, uh, season prediction, man. This is a you know a season where I think we're gonna see a lot of the same. The NFC really hasn't turned a lot into you know a situation that's not favorable for us right for the 49ers we're one of the top three teams in the nfc if not the top team in the nfc and i think a clean bill of health would do us a lot of justice a lot of stability at the quarterback position would do us justice if brock is a starter i think this is a 12 13 win team very easily in the nfc potentially higher and trey lance is a starter it could still be that exact same thing i think there's just a a world where the floor is a little bit lower so I'm going to go split in the middle. Let's do 12 wins, five uh, five losses. And this is still one of the elite defenses in the NFL. So give me 12 and five season for the Niners.
0: And that's pretty damn good in this NFC. That's for sure. Ted, let's go to you, my friend. Give me a prediction for this year.
10: Uh, Justin stole my answer. Uh, so I call him fair. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I was I was like uh, 13 and four. Um, you know, I think I think we have a really great team. I think our defense might actually be better. By adding it's actually Javon Hargrave, just so you know, not oh, it looks like you. Javon. We have Javon <laughs> Kinlaw, but Hargrave is Javon, oddly enough. But bottom line is um Fortnite have we got something going against us this year. Uh we have minus 20 rest days. And um that's worse than the league. And there are three teams that are plus twelve. Uh the, the Bears and Jets are two of them and uh and i forget the third but bottom line is there there's three teams that have 32 more rest days than us And essentially what is a four month season regular season a 17 week or 18 weeks so four and a half months um such so a huge disadvantage for for the uh for the 49ers um so, yeah, like I said, I was 13 and 4. I downgraded to 12 and 5. And maybe the pivotal one will be the Ravens on Christmas Day because they're plus 9 rest days. And towards the end of the season, by Christmas Day, that's when those things tend to start showing up. Uh, I don't know if it'll be exactly that. But, yeah, I'm at 12 and 5. I, I think we. I think either way uh, – and I am a Trey Lance guy. I titled this show Don't Sleep on Lance. Um, uh, I believe that um, it's going to be a competition – um you know kyle said today nothing or well at least the clip played today uh, where he was saying nothing's set in stone and i think we'd be making a big mistake not to have a qb competition because uh you know purdy he had he tore his ac ucl as the doctor at the beginning of the show said it was a repair plus internal brace surgery uh only one other nfl qb has ever had this surgery folks is nick mullins and he didn't play a regular season for a full year he went from 12 20 2020 so 12 20 2021. 20, he did not play well, and he's not started a regular season game since. He's played some mop up duty for the Vikings. So, anybody saying, like, oh, Purdy's gonna be ready week one, uh, I got, I got serious questions for you, like, where you're getting your data because yeah. there just really isn't any. Uh, I don't, I'm not, I, I like both QBs. I'm not like, a, I like Lance, I hate Purdy. I really like Purdy a lot, but uh, expecting to be ready for week one, I think, is a fool's errand. So, so.
0: all right, Dan, what say you? Give me a prediction for this season.
6: I got him at a 10-7, and seven. and part of it is because I do have Purdy starting week one but not really being able to get that full velocity going until about week three, week four. And we got to remember here, 49ers got a tough schedule. You're going to play the AFC North, the top brass there, the top brass in the NFC East. I mean, really, it's going to come down to they need to beat up their division. That's what it's going to boil down to. So ultimately here, and I had to bet this on Vegas, unfortunately, I, I did go the under because right now Vegas is 10 and a half, and I do have them at 10 and 7. However, that is still good enough to win the NFC West. The NFC West is not very good, and if they can stay healthy in spite of not having as many rest days as was laid out earlier, this is still a team I think we can expect to at least see in the conference championship game. I do think it needs to be Brock Party for them to reach their full potential.
0: Wondering if any of you think the Seahawks could give you a little run for your money. Gina, what say you? Um, Gina?
9: Yeah, yeah. No, I heard you. Um, I was just... Why don't I just like throw in my little podcast here? Um, Sports, Laugh, and Chill Show. Um, You can follow me and subscribe on um, YouTube. I go back and forth with my other uh, co-hosts. We have uh, a total of three 49ers uh, fans on there. Me, Rod Cali, and the Wise Soul. And then we have a Falcons fan, we have a Rams fan, and we have an Eagles fan as our panelists. So I've been the the most delusional of the 49er fans. And I've said 14 and 3. But I also said that last season. And we were 13 and four. So, and that was with all all our injured quarterbacks. Now, I was going down the list on the schedule. And I was just like, man, we could win this game. We could win that game. Because, you know, in our division, I mean, you know, trash-ass Cardinals, trash-ass Rams. um, Seahawks can definitely give us a run for, you know, our money. Um, I don't put anything past them, you know. I think we can get one out of two. Um, but, you know, the Steelers, I mean, I think we could beat them at their house. I don't know. It's just, I've got so much faith in our guys, man. I I do. I mean, I I don't know. We we don't know. I I think Trey is going to play week one. We're hearing all this news about he's coming out a different animal. I don't think Brock Purdy's coming out week one. I just don't. But, um... You know, QB competition, let's go. So call me delusional. I don't give a fuck. Excuse my language.
0: She doesn't give a fuck in the trash-ass Cardinals and the trash-ass
9: Rams. Gotta
0: love the takes. Jeff, what do you say, my friend? Give me your take on this season.
4: You know, it's I think it's 11 wins this year, and we need to catch some momentum early. That's going to be the, the critical part of this whole season. If we can knock off Pittsburgh at home, which I think is a taller task than people are giving it credit for, uh, you know, then we get a couple of really what I would consider favorable matchups against the Rams. I don't think the Giants are as good as they looked last year by record. That's not a particularly talented football team. The Cardinals, uh, are they're going to be competing for the top pick in the draft. you got the Cowboys are going to be tough. They're always tough. But uh, we've had their number. I think that's been safe to say last few years. The Browns, the Vikings, and then that's where things start to kind of get tough is right after that. So if we can get some momentum there and come out of that where we've only got maybe one loss or two, maybe even two losses, that might be enough mo to keep us through the middle of the season and and make us competitive with a lot of those better football teams we're going to run into, like the Bengals, uh, you know, because injuries are going to set in. Attrition starts to set in. That's where we start to kind of separate the uh, – forgive the term, Gina, the men from the boys. And it's uh, – it, that's going to be the big it's, uh, I didn't want to be offensive. I was just using a general
9: oh No, God. no, no. You're good. I'm on a panel <laughs> yeah, it's, it's with men and my Wait, channel is all I'm gone, offended. So I'm sure. offended by – yeah. That's right, Ted. No one cares about your opinion. Uh,
10: <laughs> I'm offended by better teams. I'll say better quarterback in Joe Burrow. But, you know, we just had six players in the PFF top 50. No one else had more than three. So, you know, I, I
3: don't know who's got a better <laughs> roster.
4: A well, PFF. Yeah, I don't know if I trust PFF, but it's uh, I know some of the guys that work there, and I'm not sure I'm entirely bought in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, let's go to uh, Zed. What's what say you, my friend? Give me the uh, give me your prediction on the 49ers this year.
7: Yeah, I told you I'd all. Be save my pessimism for later in the show. And I I think this is where it comes in. It's look, you know, getting 13 wins is a tall task for any team. I'm more in line with Dan. I think 10 and 7 is is probably a realistic expectation, especially when you consider the question marks at quarterback. I said last year we had Jimmy G as an emergency backup that we like an emergency break break breaking class, break glass in case of emergency option, just because. You know, he he had a level floor. We knew where we could get with him. Maybe not win a Super Bowl, but you could get there, right? We don't have that anymore. I love what Purdy did. I think rolling off seven wins is amazing. He still – I just don't think he's been tested enough for us to be able to say he's never going to lose a football game in his life, right? There's still some unknown to go – arm strength was one of the big concerns of him coming into the league. And so coming off of UCL, like that, that's a big question, right? Um He's been great with his timing though. And, and that offense can really cater to that. I do think he'll probably be there week one, but yeah, I mean, I I've always been a major fan of Trey Lance. I think he is our ceiling solution, but um it, it just, he has to be able to get there. Right. And um you know, he hasn't forced the issue, right? He hasn't forced himself onto the field. He hasn't forced himself uh, to be played and, and to to take us there. And I think I think if if Lance is the guy, I think we stand a better shot at winning the Super Bowl unless Birdie somehow is just some second coming of Tom Brady. All in all, I, I think the Seahawks are a good team. I think the Rams are a pretty good team that we're sleeping on. And I think the NFC in general is, is going to be a little bit tougher than we give it credit for last year. It wasn't great. Teams get better. I think 10 and seven, I still think that's enough to win the division, but I
0: don't, I don't think that's,
7: you know, like maybe like more of a four seed, three seed.
0: I mean, you gotta just get in there in this NFC. I think it's, uh, you know, it's you and the Eagles. I mean, that's what everyone's saying right now, but again, maybe yeah. those Seahawks might get in the mix. We'll see. Justin, what say you give me, finish this out. Give me your prediction
9: wait ken I, I there's no doubt for me but uh i i said 14 and 3 bro <laughs> oh no,
1: she wanted to address the comment Ms. gina here i'm gonna go 13 and 4 everybody doesn't want to give them that 13th win i'm gonna give them every one of those w's and you know what i don't care who Ew. it is trey lance brock purdy This defense is nasty. This run game is nasty. And this weaponry that we have, the artillery is nasty. Nobody wants to give these guys credit. These guys have drafted just about damn near every one of these fucking ballers. Christian McCaffrey was the only one on that top six list that Ted was just talking about that was not an original 49er. And guess what? They're going to add more on that list. You're gonna see Brandon Ayuk more this year. You're gonna see Dre Greenlaw rise up ranks this year. You're gonna see Hufunga rise up ranks this year. I can't wait to see stronger. Brown in that back or in that safety position with Talanoa Hufunga, knowing that both those guys are gamers and both those guys are hungry, ambitious guys. Are they gonna get burned sometimes? Yes, but guess what? That's what happened. Uh, Tyron Matthew made some of the best plays ever, but he got burned, too. I want somebody who's going to go out there and play hard rather than somebody who's going to play safe. And I'll tell you, what, this is a team that's got enough firepower to go out there and play hard every single goddamn snap and make those other teams break. 13 wins. Lock it in. I'm sorry, Miss Gina. I couldn't give you 14, but 13. (laughs) (laughs) That's
10: fine. you be on that list. Jayvon Hargrave is going to be in that top 50 list. And he's given me any any old 49ers fan from the 90s will remember Charles Haley, yeah. where the yes. Cowboys Charles Haley from us. This is what I'm getting Charles Haley vibes with Hargrave coming to us from the Eagles. so.
0: So everyone fired up tonight. And listen, there's a reason Justin's fantasy Jesus on our show, because if you didn't picture someone, a preacher up there with the San Francisco 49er pulpit telling you, hey, let's believe in these 49ers. I believe in them. I definitely believe it. And again, this NFC is is again, not a great. Um uh excuse me, uh, it's not the AFC. Let's put it that way. You guys definitely have a good chance to at least get to the conference championship. Dan, I see you want to get in there. Go ahead.
6: Yeah, I, I want to throw this to the panel real quick because I keep hearing everybody talking about a quarterback battle between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, and I don't see it that way. This is not a battle between Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. This is a battle between Sam Darnold and Trey Lance. Let's get real. Tom Peller, <laughs> Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, all pointing towards Sam Darnold being ahead of Trey Lance, and I think that's real. He is right uh, now. No no, no, no,
10: no, no, no. I don't no, believe anything no, 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 there we say. Go. those guys go. said. Th- those guys said Mac Jones at number three. Those guys said we'd trade Trey Lance at the 2023 draft. Those guys don't know Jack. And they mm. weren't at o- OTAs. They weren't at, at minicamp. And, yep. and so if they heard anything, it was a leak. And we don't leak. And if we leak something it's for our own benefit, and you don't leak that Darnold has the edge if you're trying to trade Trey Lance. You do it because you're trying to trade Sam Darnold.
6: That's why you're not going to trade Sam. So, you don't sign a one-year contract. That's not the goal. No, yeah. and it's not the goal. That yeah, is. Yeah. They just make that shit is. up. <laughs> here's, here's the
0: gist of it. No, guys. Ted's spot on here.
10: They're uh, going I, I, I they're the They know if he, you say anything bad about Lance, we'll come clicking and engaging like crazy.
0: That it, that sounds like, it sounds like it
10: sounds like he would traded now. The other thing, we, the other thing too, is everybody trying to compar- com- anybody trying to compare Lance to Dar to to Purdy. Keep in mind that Trey Lance has not played with Christian freaking McCaffrey and barely played with George Kittle. These are top three. It, if you it, want to say conservatively, top three at their position. And the it's Bears. not just how good. It's not just how good those guys are. It's how bad the guys behind them are. Ross freaking Dwelly, Charlie Warner. <laughs> These guys are likely to be replaced by rookies this year. Uh, you know Mitchell, hell of a back, always injured. You know, JP Mason, we think we a lot of him for this year, but he was a rookie last year and Kyle didn't trust him. So it's not just how good gonna those be guys good were. It's how it's what a huge drop off it was.
6: <laughs> so I, I, listen. I don't think trailing is any good. So that, that's that's where really? I'm at. We got, uh, we yeah, you know. Know. Oh, I don't know. How no, much have you, you know. watched him? Yeah, you know. How many? Jesus, how many of his games it. have you watched? I've been, I've been watching him yeah. in college. <laughs> yeah. I know, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. against some. You watched all his games. You yeah. watch film like, review. He's, yes, I have watched a lot of North Dakota State footage. Trust me, and more than I would ever. No, want I'm talking to. about NFL. He's played the
10: NFL games. People say he hasn't played. Yeah, I,
6: I, I think you would. I think it would be safe to assume. Yes, I've watched the 49ers games. I've watched when Trey Lance has played. Okay, okay. so did you watch the Seattle Seahawks game when he got injured? He doesn't, he doesn't throw with anticipation of the middle of the field, which is what you have to have in order to execute the Shanahan system. This is experience. has 17 games in college. This is, why the the this is college. Why he's a bus, and this is why Sam Darnold will be over a him. We
10: anybody bus? say he's a
6: bus. Dude, Spice he doesn't
10: have an opinion. Nearly every Hall of Fame quarterback struggled in their, in their first five games. Sam Darnold overall. is not taking played. the 49 Niners to the NFC Championship game. No, Holly, no, they no they heavy a draft QB, no Jerry, heavy QB has ever struggled after three, <laughs> <and> five games. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> look, so Sam ridiculous. Darnold is making us to, entire, to the championship game. Look at Trevor Lawrence's Seriously, first five actually. games. Look oh, at, look it. at look sure Jalen Hurts. Look
6: at Jalen first five all games. Purdy is limited.
10: had the best weapons. But Purdy had CMC.
6: He had Kittle. I don't All want to right, hear any. That's... I don't want to hear any garbage about Brock Purdy and a small sample size. He's Mister Irrelevant. <laughs> he was missed. I don't care about what the weapons he had. You are Mister Irrelevant. He was not supposed yeah, to play. It's a great story. Trey Lance had an entire when... off season where he was supposed to be the guy. They built an offense around Trey Lance. He's supposed to be the guy. He showed us absolutely nothing. He
3: snapped. He's he the isn't second. It Trey three three games? Three he games. He two, was later two later in, in, his, in a monsoon. Now he and
1: snapped
6: and his leg in the second game. Let's compare Trey Lance's first game. In, in that three game, three in, game, he had 143 yards in less than a quarter.
9: The Bears game and the Seattle game.
10: Dude, in the Seattle game, Trey Lance's offense had 143 yards in less than a quarter. Jimmy G came in and averaged 106 after that. So he, he, he creates 11-on-11 11 11 football. And it opens up everything for our run game. His running ability. His running ability, too. Really the problem the problem is, It's
4: out of their mind. The B word. No, no happy word. TV has I, ever been called I got them on, <laughs> on uh, my
9: hotline. You know, what? I've been on the show many times. Here's the deal. I could just Skype them in right now for this. It's too soon, so here's the alright
10: All right. All right the plan all right, was y'all. way too you know, soon. It's too really soon to crown Purdy, and it's too soon to say <laughs> yeah. Lance is a
9: bust. Yeah. All right, 100%. It's, it's unknowns. He's heading it's his fourth year. oh Beto says Trey Lance isn't the a bust, but Brock Purdy the is better. Gas stand. Just and open the
4: program here that nobody was ready He's the gas back on it.
0: Get him fired up. All right, listen. All right. We're fired up now. Right. I mean, everyone's ready. So let's let's get it. Let's get it on. Right. We're going to play a little fantasy quiz show. 49ers edition. Justin, my co-host, I'm going to ask you to sit out if you don't mind, because that way the teams are even. I'm sorry. So we're going to we're going to go Jeff Squared. Well, I wanted you to, you can hang out. I just want to, you know, whatever. We're going to go Jeff squared and Gina <laughs> yeah. against Dan, Justin, and Ted. I teamed Dan and Ted up for a purpose. So we're not getting at each other. Let's go. It's fantasy quiz show. Basically what I'm going to do, just like family feud, I'm going to pair you guys up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question. You'll shout out David. the answer. If you have the highest of that other person, you get it control for your team. You guys get a chance to finish out the round. Obviously, you'll get an uh, X for a wrong answer. If you get three X's, the other che- team excuse me will get a chance to steal, just like Family Feud, basically. Okay. All right, well, let's get it on. It's time for the Fantasy Quiz Show 49ers Edition. There seems to be no sign of intelligence.
5: It's the Fantasy Quiz Show. <laughs> uh, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. <laughs> it's going to be a long game.
0: <laughs> 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 Not going to be a long game tonight. We got 49er experts in the building and those watching along, please throw those answers up. However, I'm not going to have time to look at them, but please play along. It's lots of fun. We're going to test your 49er fandom here tonight. Let's go, Jeff, to my left. And Dan, we're going to get you guys started off Mono, a mano round number one top five answers on the board excuse me take that back top six answers on the board here's your question i want to know in all time 49ers history who are your rush td leaders
10: who's that
0: roger craig
3: roger Four.
0: craig no, it's no. Four. roger Craig is in the house at 50, and I heard, Dan, you say Ricky Wattis?
6: Frank Gore, too, yeah. It's Gore. We're thinking, we're
0: thinking gore. It's we, it's well, gore. which one did you say, Frank, Frank gore. Hold
9: on. I said There's it first. No,
0: who, what, which one did you say first, Dan?
9: I said Gore.
0: Um. Right, but it was Jeff and Dan who were mano imano. mano.
9: Uh,
0: what did you say, Frank
4: Dan? Gore. We were all supposed to be quiet, I thought. <laughs> yeah i don't
0: know, I don't know.
9: well they didn't talk so i just oh, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: what's going on <laughs> over here? all right so so listen so the judge in the back's giving you an x dan that's the that's justin so I nothing i can do about that let's move it on it's gonna be the yeah are you gonna explain it now go ahead thank you
1: yeah uh so dan there's nothing against you but i heard ricky waters first out of your lips Okay, that's, I, I was thinking well, it out loud. I, I might have. That's fine. My. I got that. I'm just. Please that <laughs> <you're> get <laughs> <like, "Yeah, he's laughs> out. <laughs> out of your lips. He's <laughs> here for like
9: two seasons. Out of your lips, my lips. <laughs> All,
0: right, All right,
9: thank you.
3: You gotta the pressure,
7: right? I, I gotta put <laughs> Mister Sam Darnold on the spot. But uh hey, I mean, I see Gina, I see Jeff out there. I see this enthusiasm. I think we're gonna play
0: absolutely absolutely you're gonna play 100 i've never even asked anyone that because everyone usually just you know obviously but when does everyone pass in family feud like come on let's go to the other jeff what's your next (laughs) guess sir
4: well i mean i was actually gore was at the top of my list so that's what i was gonna roll with frank (laughs) from you frank gore 64
0: is number two on this list so you got number two and number three Gina, what say you? Roger Craig. Roger Craig's already been guessed. Yeah. Oh. Uh,
9: Garrison Hurst.
0: Garrison Hurst. Let's go back to the Jeff we began with. What say you, sir? Six, huh?
7: Oh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go down the Steve Young route. But how many did he have? Did he make it?
0: Uh, if you're asking, let's do it, Steve <laughs> Young. All right. He did make it. He is actually tied down at the bottom here for with number five with thirty-seven. All right, let's go to the other. Jeff, what say you, sir?
4: Ooh, so I've actually got a two, two of them here. Um, and we're go, we're we're reaching back a little bit, and uh, I, I'm torn. Can I go with two, or can I have to? go calling say one. You just, you just give one, sir. Can give one, sir. Wow, come on. Don't we get a huddle up? You know, we get we get yeah, a we huddle, got huddle up, up right? here. Yeah, not, not on this, <laughs> not on this round, not on this round. <laughs> you know, I, I'll tell you what. G- give me Joe Perry. Joe Perry. No relation to
0: Steve. He is number one on the list with 68 Rush TDs. Gina. Oh, Sherry. Gina, what
9: say you? Can you repeat the question again?
0: <laughs> Your Rush TDs. I'm serious. Leader. Rush TD leaders. Okay.
4: Can we huddle up? Can we,
9: we got to Yeah, really. Um Rush TD leader. When do we get to steal? That's what I want to know.
4: Yeah, we need like a little like private
6: They have side to get all three wrong, I think.
9: Rush TD leader. Rush TD leader.
4: I've got another Say it one it louder. backfield too.
9: I'm going to have to go with Rush TD leader.
0: the judge the timer went off Gina sorry about that back to you Yay! Jeff you got one strike remaining can you get either number four or five on the list don't you mess this up Jeff ah.
9: <laughs> the ball is in your hands
5: no pressure yeah, well, this hand
9: is going to be in your
7: too. I have to throw something out
0: why a tittle? Oh, no, no, no. Sir, you are wrong on that one. Justin, Dan, Ted, you can this now you can huddle up together. One concise. How kind of trivia answer. is this? Let me know how to steal it. It's you we gore.
6: Do we whisper it or
0: we already, we already said gore. We, already we got, got gore. gore. <laughs>
6: It's like Family Feud, right? It Frank
8: you Frank get to up and try to steal, right? Yeah, you, you can bar- hold up on this. So you
0: can This
8: is where I think you huddle. Was laugh. already said, so we can't Gore's, say Frank Gore again.
6: My, I don't think he played long enough. I was thinking Barlow, but I don't think he don't played. Who was in the million dollar backfield?
10: I thought that was Joe Perry, but that's already been answered too. Yeah,
8: Joe Perry was already said. I was thinking Barlow yeah. too, but I wasn't sure if he was around long enough. Barlow's probably there long, long
9: enough.
7: enough. What about Wendell I think Tyler? They were good enough. To-
9: Ooh,
0: maybe it's Wendell Tyler. It's Wendell Tyler. Ted, I'll back you on. Yep. You think it's Wendell Tyler? Not on the list. So number four is is number four is Ken Willard. He is 45 and number five. Tie with Steve Young jd smith you know smoking jd oh. smith yeah i don't know
4: all right hey, i was gonna go, go. Hugh mckelaney but okay that was the- Let,
0: <laughs> let's go to round number two we're gonna go with justin and the other jeff de you guys are gonna go for round number two again get that 49er fan card out here we go hey, top Mike, five answers on? on the board here's you your question him. and it's just them two here we go. Top five answers. It's I'm who? Wait, born. it's who? It's Jeff and Justin on this on this one. You're okay. Okay. You'll be, We'll you'll tell you when up, you're like. up,
4: Janet.
0: Here we go. <laughs> top five. Top five answers on the board. I'm still going all-time history, but I want to know winning percentage. I want to know the teams you have the best winning percentage against.
8: That's the worst percentage. (laughs)
4: Let's go with... Houston Oilers. (laughs) The Oilers (laughs) slash
3: Titans.
4: (laughs)
8: Justin? It's a percentage, not number of wins. (laughs) Let's go with...
0: Let's go with the Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings. Damn all right, man. Jeff, back to you. But this time, it is it is winning percentage, as you just mentioned. But it is it is not teams that are not around anymore. So it's all teams that are around right now. So no, you're good. But I want to, you know, for, no, for your next guess.
4: Hmm. How about the Bears? The
3: Bears?
8: Yeah.
4: Wow. Justin, <laughs>
8: oh, this, is, this is a tough one. Uh, let me just go with the Packers and see what happens, see if we can it's get on there. Is-
0: wow, we're about to get in OT rules now. So what happens now is we're going to start to get to your other teammates as well. We're going to give you one last shot at it. What we'll do, however, since we're already going a little late anyway, is that the first person that will get this correct um, will let the other team get one last chance to steal it away if they can get something higher is basically how we're running. Jeff DiMatteo, what's your guess, sir? Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons.
8: Justin. The Saints. We're running the team.
0: The (laughs) Saints. I believe we're at maybe, what is that, six? Wait, so sorry. we're at like, just, really I don't 26?
4: have a towel. If I had it, I'd throw it in. This is Love not. it.
0: Love it. All right. We're going <laughs> to, yeah. So we're now, these now, questions now we
9: go,
4: from
0: <laughs> now we go, now we're going to go to the, like, other, how many years yeah. was
9: Candlestick alive and shit? You know, we're, what year did it
0: We're going and... to go back to the other Jeff. What say you, sir? What's your guess? Well, let's just start
7: with maybe like one of the most losing franchises. I'm going to go with the Browns.
0: The Browns. Mm. (laughs) Gina, what's your guess?
9: I mean, I'm just going to go with the first thought that came into my head and just go from there Uh, the Cowgirls. The Cowboys.
0: And I realize I realize I just messed that order up. So my bad. Let me give, I got to give the other team two in a row now too. Dan, what say you? The bangles, the bangles. Mm. On the board at number four, I'll also allow Ted to throw your answer in there. What say you? You're on mute, my friend.
10: Can you repeat the question?
0: Yes. All time. The teams you have the best winning percentage
10: against the Niners best winning percentage against uh I heard New Orleans um I heard the Falcons uh shoo oh, I'm lost here uh Let's go with the current division <laughs> alright I'll go Rams
0: Rams <laughs> All right. So as I mentioned, the Bengals aren't on this list. Number four all time. Eleven and four. Seven hundred thirty-three winning percentage. Jeff, we'll go back to you. Mateo, you got one chance to steal it away. Can you get something higher? One last guess.
4: I like that strategy of going with some of the worst teams of all time. There, that was you know. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, it didn't work for me,
0: but.
7: <laughs> it, it,
4: it didn't work for you, but I, I'm a fan of the process. Uh, you know, it's a trust the process, right? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of some other teams that have been just historically bad. I thought I was picking up at the Falcons, but apparently not. Um, let's see.
8: You ain't lying. Yeah, Lion. <laughs> I lions. Atlanta.
4: Yeah, it's. I, I live in Atlanta, so you know. I'm just saying. Um, I, I can't let Ted influence me here with lions, although that did kind of pique <laughs> my interest. There, I was like, "Ooh, sounds fun." Teddy, uh, let's um. So, wait, we've already said the Saints, the Falcons, the Browns, Bengals. Who's off the board? I'm trying to keep up with all the teams we've guessed. Uh, yeah, Cowboys. I'm sorry. I did not hey, if you list. say a
8: random team, you probably get it right. Bears, yeah. Packers, Vikings. <laughs> You're right. Less the Vikings are the off.
9: Cowboys are off.
4: Um, um, are oh, the Panthers oh, oh. off? I'll tell you what, the Jets were bad forever. Maybe we got a couple wins against them by luck.
9: Oh. Let's
4: go with the Jets. The New York
0: The Jets are I'm number sure. two yeah. all-time on this list, 11 and three. You guys are all-time number one on the list, Crimsicals. the Houston Texans. Ah, you guys that was 21. my other one. The Oilers.
10: I was, I was the one that was Tennessee yeah. That is not
0: the Oilers <laughs> at all. <laughs> not
7: it, was Oilers. <laughs>
0: right.
7: it was between the Texans <laughs> and the Browns for me. But, number
0: all right, all right, three. Number three on the Good list, steal. the Tampa, the Tampa oh. Bay Buccaneers are number three, 19 and six. You guys are all time against them. And number five, the Buffalo Bills. You guys are five, two and one all time wow. against Buffalo. It was the last time we played Ooh. Buffalo. Believe it, I know. I know you guys never seem to play. Last basketball. year, I like that <laughs> color we combo actually on the field. I like We that. played I,
9: them in 2020. 2020? Was it
4: that long ago?
0: Let's go round number three. Jeff Square Gina, you guys are up two zero. So, Ted, and you guys got to get back in this thing. Let's get it for your team. Ted versus Gina, round number three. Top five answers on the board. I'm going to stick with winning percentage, but I'm going to go opposite end. What are the teams you have the worst winning percentage against? I mean, Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks. Right off the jump, 19 and 29 against the Seahawks. All time, 396 winning percentage. Gina, do you got a guess any higher than number three?
9: Yeah, the Cowboys.
0: The Cowboys. Tory on that one. All right, let's get back in it. Let's start with Dan. What say you on this one?
6: We went with the Rams because we had a lot of years where we got killed by them.
0: The Rams. Yeah!
8: Justin, what say you? You know, this team might kind of come off as like, ah, probably not. But I remember in the late 90s getting our ass whooped every single time by the
0: Carolina Panthers. The Panthers. Number five on the list, nine and 13 all time against the Panthers. Ted, back to you, my friend.
10: Green Bay Packers.
7: Yep.
3: Yeah.
7: Look at that. Nothing that makes wrong. me <laughs> so happy. <laughs> <Panthers>. <laughs>
10: in- I, mean, I know They're recently the- we're 4 0 against them in NFC the Championship games, but it felt like so in the 90s I- they owned us.
0: Yeah. two strikes Dan this is it gotta nail it here. what do you say? lowest winning percentage against the team What
10: about what about the Washington football team whatever they're calling themselves these days
6: mm. <laughs> The Giants New York Giants that? also the Patriots Giants
0: the New England Patriots right? a- yeah. Stop it get some help. That's actually a really good guess. It's been on everyone's list, so a very educated one at that. But unfortunately, not correct. Jeff, squared, and Gina, can you steal this away for the W?
7: I don't know, guys. I mean, historically, the very it's very sad to talk about Pittsburgh, but they've always been good. So if you go back from to the beginning of time, that's always that's going to be a tough out every single time. On what else, you guys? Any thoughts?
4: I don't mind it. I think a team like them, a team like the Vikings. You know, yeah, like that the was Coast the other teams. one in my head. Yeah, they gave us. I some, trust you. Run. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm with you. Whatever you decide. I trust you. Let's,
7: all right, we let's hit the, Let's hit the Steelers. The. Oh, I'm not listening
9: to you in the comments. Why? 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 Why?
0: Not Not on the list, my friend. All right, here we go. Number one, the Baltimore Ravens. You guys are two and four all time against the Ravens. Number two, this was a surprise. Jesse Naylor called it in the the audience. Cleveland Browns at number two, 10 and 18. Believe it or not, that was a surprise to me. And number four, the Colts. You guys are 18 and 27 Mm. all time. Against All teams. Football.
6: I can't remember the last time we played.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> I know. <Believe laughs> or not. All right. Well, it's 2-1 now. Let's go. Let's go back to Jeff. Let's go Justin and Jeff. Um, Jeff, up to my side here. Let's go back to the question. This is round four, and it's 2-1. We're going to go all-time history again. But I'm looking for your pass- throne td leaders uh, montana <laughs> joe Montana, 244 numero uno you take it for the team jeff D. mateo what say you
4: well, i mean i think we got to go with the obvious steve, steve young would be second here steve young number two on
0: the list with 221 what say you gina
9: I'm going to go Jeff Garcia.
0: Jeff Garcia comes in at number
4: five with 113
0: back to you, Jeff. Let's go, Gina.
4: Me or him? Which Jeff?
0: The the original Jeff. Um,
4: (laughs) I'm the other
7: Jeff. I threw his name out earlier. I still love him from the history
0: books, Y.A. Tittle. Y.A. Tittle. There you go. Believe he was six when I when I looked that up. He Why couldn't you three. add six, man? Yeah. <laughs> how about you, my friend? John Brody. John Brody. Yeah. Good. John Brody is number three on the list. Two hundred and fourteen. There's only one guy remaining. Gina, do you know it?
9: Repeat the question, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. I gotta make sure I get this right.
3: Ask
0: Throne throne, TD Leaders.
9: (laughs) Oh, what's his name?
3: That's That's the guy. Um, Wait, wait,
9: wait. (laughs) <laughs> hold on, hold on. Um, um, oh my God, that guy before Montana. What was his name? DeBerg. DeBerg.
0: Chuck a one for two. Ted. Yeah. Not on <laughs> that saying. one. All right, one strike remaining. Jeff, can you nail it for the win?
7: I think it's still going to be somebody from more of the modern age. It's just more touchdowns. And, man, we rode through some dark years with Alex Smith, but he was around for a while. So I'm going to guess Alex Smith.
0: Alex Smith?
5: Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It sure is. Not tonight,
0: though. All right. right. You guys got to get a chance to steal. Justin, Dan, Ted, talk this out. You need this to stay in it or you lose it here. What
6: number on the list is missing? I mean, all he does is win. It's number, I mean, four.
0: It's number four. I'm, I'm,
6: I'm thinking, thinking my G. guess. I'm thinking
10: Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah Jimmy too, G. I am, Jimmy. me too.
6: I was,
9: was going to say him, but I don't think I so. Was sure, but...
0: No. You don't think I, so. He hasn't played a lot.
9: The
8: only thing is, Jimmy hasn't been a quarterback for that long since 20 he was injured a lot. too. He missed
6: a year. <laughs> Sorry, I heard <laughs> like, that. That was their like guess right there, right? They agreed.
1: We're pulling together ideas. This is a huddling
0: are
10: I mean, who else would it be? We're, not, I mean, we're
0: technically not supposed to be in their huddle, so. <laughs> yeah.
10: I mean, yeah, someone most... in the chat said Elvis Gerback. So, I, I
6: guess that's, yeah. that's, that's like two years though. Yeah, he
8: wasn't <laughs> around long enough. <laughs> My I guess would be Jimmy G. If Colin you guys one, haven't, would say that. Jimmy G. Either. That's like Colin wasn't throwing that many TDs.
0: No. Are we riding with Jimmy G? Yeah, it's not.
8: It's
6: not. Probably. i over Jimmy. I don't have a better guess. I'll go calling
3: over
0: Jimmy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. You idiot. We'll give you Colin and Jimmy, and ain't either one of them. On <laughs> <laughs> number four on this list, Frankie Albert. seventy. Oh, yeah,
3: I wouldn't have got that.
0: Burning Burn Frankie, I don't we know, whatever this is way back. The I the was closer shoes. with the Berg. Nothing the <laughs> out for that answer all right well listen great game guys jeff squared and gina you guys are tonight's winners good job good- Yay. Yay. And as tradition on our show, Justin, Dan, and Ted, when we have winners, fortunately, we have our losers.
10: (laughs) (laughs) So you're
7: telling me there's a chance.
0: Not a chance anymore. Great game, guys. Had a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's go around the room first. uh, We're going to take a quick commercial break um after this and we'll have our fantasy focus i hope you're around um uh, for that but if you got to dip out during the commercial that's cool too jeff to my left we'll start with you let us know where we could follow subscribe get all your great content my friend
7: look follow me on twitter at the sofa scout see it on the screen if you're following on youtube um and hey uh do a podcast saturday to sunday we follow college players to the pros um scouting them as they play their college years, following them as their rookie sophomore years. And we oftentimes have a fantasy tilt to it too, but it's, it's NFL draft as well. Um, my co-host, Paul, he's phenomenal. Um, so give us a listen. Awesome. Saturday man. to Sunday football podcast.
0: Go follow, subscribe, get all his great content. Jeff DiMatteo, where can we follow, subscribe, get your great stuff, friend?
4: Uh, you know, I actually have my handles right on the screen there at NFL underscore DiMatteo. Uh, i'll have the relaunch of the site gridironratings.com going man i'm hoping it's next week the web devs are uh getting back to me on monday so we'll see how that goes but uh definitely check me out on twitter you can also find me on threads uh at gridiron and uh yeah i hope to see y'all there
0: awesome awesome excuse me follow subscribe get all your great content let what say you my friend where can we get all your great content
9: I'm Gina Rep in the Bay. You can follow me on all social media by the same name. And I'm a co-host of my uh, show, Sports, Laugh and Chill. It's in the name. We talk all sports, mostly just football and basketball. Um, You can catch us Monday nights and Wednesday nights at 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, Come check us out, guys. We're a lot of fun. We roast each other, too. So it's a lot of fun. Um, But yeah, come subscribe.
0: We know about roasting on this show, I assure you. <laughs> Go follow, subscribe, get all your great content. Dan, how about you, my friend? Where can we follow, subscribe, get all your great stuff? Oh,
6: boy. Well, we got the at BellyUpMDFF show. That is the main show, uh, social media, Twitter account. We also have myself, at Dan Mater on the screen there, FF. And you can follow us, the MD's Fantasy Football Show, on YouTube, all your podcast apps, and it's the same for Instagram and Facebook and then Threads and everything else. I can't even keep up anymore
0: and indeed i just i just did our threads the other day but i haven't really even looked at it it's like all right well we're there at least i mean whatever all right justin how about you where can we follow subscribe get your great content, sir?
8: you can see justin henry with a three instead of an e you can find me on twitter tiktok and youtube it's the justin henry show monday through friday at three o'clock pacific time answering a lot of live questions mock drafting getting everybody ready for this redraft season answering dynasty questions as well so you already know, man. I got some hot takes on TikTok. So if you're a TikTok fan, Ooh. yeah, that's what you'll find. That's, you know, that's my special specialty.
0: Nice. Thank you, yeah, Miss Debbie. Yeah, I'm going to get on that. I'm gonna, we'll definitely get you a follow. We, I love going through TikTok, watching all those shorts. Ted, what say you, my friend? Where can we follow, subscribe, get all your great content?
10: Yeah, I'm at uh, TedH6 on Twitter. It also works on YouTube, but the name of the show on YouTube is called Ted Talks Ball. Um, then you can do Ted underscore talks underscore ball on Insta or threads. Um, those are my main
0: platforms. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being a part of the show tonight. I hope you stick around. If you can't stick around, totally get it. And good luck to your Niners this year. And again, thank you so much for coming in. We'll be right back after this.
9: Thanks for having me. Fantasy
4: Sports Corp and Underdog Fantasy have teamed up to start your fantasy season off in the win column with Best Ball. What is Best Best Ball. It's quite simply the easiest way to win. No team management, no trades, no waivers. It's their biggest contest ever and it has only gotten bigger. You simply have to sit and win. You don't even have to set your lineup. Always get your best score every week. Just enter a contest, draft your team, and Underdog will do the rest. What could make this even better? How about free money, up to $100 using our exclusive promo code? Go online now and use the promo code TSS to double your deposit up to $100. You tell them Gingerbread sent. Good girl.
0: All right, well, let's get in on for a little fantasy focus. Looked like we caught Gina in the back there, in the back dressing room back there. All right, well let's get it started. All right, we're gonna go with the QB position first, and like I said, it's it's a it's cloaked in mystery, quite frankly. I you know if Brock, I thought from what I understand, Brock Purdy is a go. So, uh, but because we're in, like Dan mentioned, because he's coming out through this injury, he's gonna have to work through it at the very least. Um, so at the end of the, at the end of the day, um, I got Brock Purdy right now at 25. I could sit here and go on and on about his skill set. I was, I was a doubter last year. I talked a lot of crap about him. Justin could attest to that. And he definitely shut yeah. me, up me up a few times. like, so yeah, definitely shut me up. No doubt about well. it. I can admit when I'm wrong and I was wrong about Brock Purdy. Definitely a great, um, definitely a, a good NFL quarterback for sure. Nick, you've been in the back, my friend, patiently waiting. What say you on this QB position? I don't even know what to say. Trey Lance, I kind of agree with Dan. I'm not real high on Trey Lance neither. Um, so, you know, what do you say? You're on mute. If, yeah.
2: <laughs> waiting all this time
0: for his moment. Right.
2: Okay, so uh, right now the quarterback is one – of two knocks on this team everything else on this team is top notch top to bottom but when you got three lousy quarterbacks you don't have one so uh you got you got a guy that's played five games in seven years you got it you got a guy that sees ghosts and then and then you got a guy that just caught a lucky streak and and this year he's going to come back down to reality so uh it's going to be with the Shanahan to, to get this thing rolling right. Uh, he is one hell of a coach. He's a smart guy. Uh, he, he'll he figure it out, but um, they're going to see a lot of McCaffrey if, if these guys cannot read defenses. That's all I'm going to say.
0: I think, Nick, honestly, I think Shanahan might be able to coach you through a 200-yard game, quite frankly. I mean, Guy is really a great coach. Um, Brock Purdy, uh, I don't know what you're talking about in garbage now, but I think everyone should notice that eagle shirt uh, before we go too too much dive deep in that. <laughs> oh, but... I was trolling on purpose. <laughs> Justin, what say you, my friend? Go ahead, give it to me. What do you say about this QB spot?
1: Yeah, you, you know, Brock Purdy is, uh, for me, He's he's limited in his ability to stretch the field, but he's not limited in his IQ. Um, just look at what he did on the cognitive test. Trey Lance did impressive numbers too, but Brock Purdy was up there with Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes set the bar for the test. So this is a guy who knows how to read the field. That's why he's deadly in Shanahan's offense, because Shanahan's offense is constant reads. It's all about setting up matchups. That's why Jimmy G fell flat on his face all the time in this offense, is because if it didn't work for him, he was just going to throw it there anyways, and it was going to get intercepted. Um, Brock Purdy for fantasy, maybe not anything better than a QB two. I put him at 22 right now. The flip side is I'm kind of playing a game here where it's like, if Trey Lance is the guy, I'll put him at 16 because that rushing upside is so good. And here's the biggest key. Shanahan needs to realize when it's time to rush him. And Dan, you were talking about the small sample size. How about the fact that he threw him into fucking three straight powers before he broke his leg? Like this dude's not a power runner. But our coach decided, oh yeah, you're you're six foot four, you're a big boy. Let's just throw you right into the defensive tackle like a numbskull. That's why that's one of the biggest things I have against Shanahan. Is he thinks that he's smarter than he actually is. He's an absolute wiz kid when it comes to getting people open. But god damn it, dude, do not throw your unproven. Fucking quarterback at the defensive tackle. That's how he snaps his legs.
0: <laughs> Justin got a little bit, little bit of hurt in that voice, in there.
6: <laughs> Justin, I'll just okay. comment on that. I think part of that is because I don't think Shanahan trusts him to read the field, and that's part of my knock on him and why he doesn't trust and why he doesn't trust ultimately trust him to run this offense. And I think that's part of that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, come on now, three powers like nobody fucking runs their quarterback straight up the middle. Three fucking times. Like, not even Jalen Hurts does that. Like, they space him out. Like, he runs it. He ran it. Well, three remember, Shanahan
6: the was the offensive coordinator who got RG three killed. So, as thousand percent, thousand
1: percent.
0: Dan, let's go to you. Get let's let's get your take on this QB uh, position.
6: Uh, look, ultimately, I am not thrilled with any of them. Like, I'm not like I'm not. I'm not saying Sam Darnold over Trey Lance because I'm a Sam Darnold fan. That's not the case here. I just want to make that perfectly clear. But as far as running the offense goes, you have to be accurate over the middle of the field. Brock Purdy completed seventy five percent of his passes when throwing over the middle of the field. That's what I'm going to go off of. That's what this offense needs. It's play action over top, over with Debo. And that's what it, or, or Kittle or whoever is going to be the scheme guy going on the crosser pattern. That's what you have to go with. That's the guy I trust most to make that pass out of all three of them. The second guy I trust the second most would be Sam Darnold. Lance is very good outside the hashes, but this offense isn't built to go outside the hashes very often. And that's my ultimately my problem.
0: Well, let's go to Jeff DiMatteo. What say you, what do you like of this QB spot? Oh, what do I like? What's a...
4: <laughs> I know, So... <laughs>
0: yeah. so the I four, down,
4: they got me so down. I was like, oh, no. So, well, all right. So here's the thing. I'm going to rewind it just a little bit because I'm actually kind of with Dan. Uh, You know, I had a second-round grade on Trey Lance when he was coming out. Uh, I, I didn't view him as an elite first-round prospect. I felt like the move should have been Mac Jones or Justin Fields. That notwithstanding, we took him on the upside that his ceiling was supposed to be something on the level of, what, a Josh Allen? similar body type power running kind of guy power arm that's what people were looking for didn't have the experience we expected him to sit a year throw away the rookie year the bears game it was a monsoon what are you going to do then he breaks his leg against seattle we haven't seen enough the kid could be fine but we don't know yet so i expect that he's going to get every opportunity to start and all this chatter in the media is just the 49ers leaking stuff out there to light a fire under him. You know, get him out there, get him ready to fight. They want him to go fight Purdy. I don't think Purdy's elbow is going to be ready. He was throwing in May. I know some of these orthopedists. He was lobbing a ball softer than a tennis ball. He was not throwing footballs or baseballs. He was lobbing a very small rubber ball. He was not throwing a football. He was not throwing velocity. The expectation of week one is a reach, so I would be more likely to see Pup List. Maybe we see him by week six. So,
3: so throw
4: that out all, 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 off to the side, right? Sam Darnold's a guy I didn't like either. I actually had him behind Mike White <laughs> when he came out in the draft. So we're sitting here with three quarterbacks that is like, this is a really sketchy situation. My hope here is that Trey Lance comes out, takes the reins, shows that he's worth that all that trade capital and that number three pick, and can guide us where we need to go. But it's going to come down to momentum. Can he read the field? Can he get the ball out of his hands?
0: I like it, Jeff. How many,
7: how many wins did you guess, Jeff?
4: Eleven. Okay, I was, I, I I was the low. There. I was the low guy on the totem pole. I think everyone had thirteen and fourteen. Uh, I, and had I, at, uh, I had ten. Yeah. I, I, I had 11. ten too. I was at ten too. And that's it. Giants and Vikings were overrated, so I gave us some easy wins in the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, you think it's wrong. It's not
7: trash, right? Like, there, yeah. it's not. It's just unknown. Like, there's so much unknown at the quarterback position. Yeah. Um, I want to see what Brock Purdy could be. I. I, I mean, I. I know it's not going to happen because there is nobody else in the damn world like tom brady but like just you know what if this kid is actually really good and just just a savant on the iq side and you know like maybe he can build that arm strength up so that it's proficient enough that he can take the shots when he needs to uh you know it's like arm strength wasn't tom brady's forte going in either and he's still the greatest of all time right now that's not going to happen right just because You know you you don't just get a generational quarterback like that so i don't think that's actually the case and i really think trey lance is going to be the ceiling case for us we talk a lot about it on our podcast you know traits get drafted right we don't know what trey lance is we don't know um but he has the elite ceiling that could take this offense into the level of a bills or a chiefs kind of offense the likelihood that it gets there with lance i don't know it seems like he's sort of not in favor with kyle shanahan right now you know shanahan's boy is Purdy. i think even if lance kicks butt for six weeks i still think it goes back to Purdy as soon as he's healthy um it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out and and i don't think it's going to be stable and that's why i'm not the most optimistic about like a, another championship run this year but the roster's in really good hands, and what I want to see from, from the from the 49ers this year is some development.
0: Yeah, I, listen, at the end of the day, it's It's a very unique situation where we go into a season with a team with a question at QB, but yet they look like one of the darlings in NFC. Like, you know, we don't see that a lot. It's pretty cool to see with this Niner team because look at this running back situation, Christian McCaffrey, now, he burned me a long time ago, but obviously those days are long gone. And I got him ranked number two. And the only reason why is because I like Eli Mitchell still, too, to maybe eat in a little bit. But, I mean, we're splitting hairs, number one. Number two, he's the man. I don't need to give you a big analysis on it. I got my experts in. I'll let them do it. Nick, what say you?
2: Uh, I can guarantee you if I get the number one pick this year in any draft, that's, that's who I'm getting. Uh, there there is nobody else out there that i that i want he's the he's the best back on the board uh he backs our premium he's he he's the man now elijah mitchell is a far cry behind him he may eat into his carries but uh not enough to deter me not not to take him one overall
1: justin what say you yeah, I mean I'm gonna save it. Yeah, he's one overall for me too. Um, Elon Mitchell's forty-two. I like him because Christian McCaffrey has an injury history, but I hate him because he has an even more extensive injury history. Like uh Eli Mitchell can't step on the game for two games without can't step on the field for two games without missing five. Um, this guy just he's just constantly battling knee and shoulder issues, which is not good for running backs. Um, if if you're really in a pinch, you draft him as the handcuff to CMC because when one goes down, the other will fill in. Uh, also, Eli could still get a touchdown. We saw it when he came back; he still was getting touchdowns even when CMC was on the field. You know, Niners were blowing teams out, and they would throw him out there, and he's he's a little freaking monster in on himself, dude. He's fast and he loves to hit, which is all Shanahan loves. So yeah, we still got him at forty-two, and
0: then CMC is obviously Jeff D. Mateo. Let's start with you on this one with the running back.
4: Uh, you know, you got to love CMC. Uh, I'm not quite as high as everybody else. I think I must remember be two right now. Um, I'm putting a lot into Bijan Robinson. The situation's just too perfect in Atlanta with the O line and the the workload they get there. But um, <laughs> you know cmc gets some of the most efficient touches in the nfl he gets them through the air which is worth more than a carry he gets enough carries and he gets enough work uh in open space that makes him a fantasy dynamo You gotta have him i love eli mitchell i've been rb 37 but to justin's point i've only got him at 14 games so i expect him to miss a little bit of time because well he misses time it's kind of what he does
0: indeed jeff they used to be to my left how about you my friend Yeah, I mean, I don't really have to
7: add much. McCaffrey's a dynamic talent. You're investing early in him. You know, I'll take him first, too. But uh, I guess maybe just one extra little color comment. Like, I don't think I'm not really worried about the age. I I think his game is still great and will still be good for another few years. I like it. Dan, what do you
0: say?
6: Well, uh, Jeff, I, I want to put Bijan number one. I wasn't quite able to do it because the offense for the 49ers ultimately was the tiebreaker for me. We'll have more scoring opportunities, but I do have Bijan as a real close 1B in that in that situation. Uh, I'll point this out. Mitchell 34 to McCaffrey's 32 carries when they're both on the field. A lot of that came with Mitchell's 18 carry performance, but the kicker is McCaffrey 22 targets to Mitchell's four during that time. And ultimately he gets 13 and a half opportunities to Mitchell's nine and a half. Now that's not a big, number when you're talking about a guy who's going to be number one running back overall or number two depending upon how you're looking at that but it's how efficient McCaffrey was he was as efficient as he was his thousand thousand yard season in his eight weeks 18 stretch with the San Francisco 49ers so that is ultimately why I still put him number one his 17 game projection over 1100 yards nine touchdowns 100 targets 700 yards six receiving touchdowns that's 15 total touchdowns and 17 1800 scrimmage yards. Cards. That is kind of what you're looking at with a Christian McCaffrey. That's still on the table. And ultimately this offense might go through him first, unless we figure out the quarterback situation. That's why he still went number one.
0: Indeed. Like you said, he was Mr. Gadget man last year. So we'll see. Go, go Gadget McCaffrey. You are back, my friend. All right, let's go back to the receivers. Let's go Debo Samuel. I think he's going to get back a little bit to what I think that was like a little bit of an off year last year, to be honest. Like I didn't like the way, um, you know, he was used really. They took away that, um, wide back role, I guess, since Kristen McCaffrey was in, not to see, not to say he won't be doing a bunch more of that this year, but I think they'll utilize him in different ways, um, to get him off, so to speak. So I like Debo. I got him ranked number 12, uh, right now. I got him pretty high, um, Brandon, Ayuk. I'm not really sure even where to put him, to be honest with you, because I'm not really sure what this QB situation is going to look like. So that's like the only, faith I got right now in any of these receivers right now is Debo Samuel. I know Brandon Ayuk is good, but I'm just not sure w- what QB is going to be in place. Mm-hmm. So what that makes a big difference in what receiver obviously will step up in this offense. Jawan Jennings, Ray McLeod also on this roster. Nick, let's go to you. What do you say about the receive court?
2: Uh, well, I'm going to say this and none of you is going to like it, but uh, Debo Debo, and Brandon Ayuk are, are both awesome. However, there's one football and there's five mouths to feed. Uh, so, you know, I there's people that are going to suffer uh, for as fantastic and wonderful as, De- as Debo is. I, in PPR, I have him ranked 24th, and that's because a lot of the passes early on because of the weak quarterback play is going to go to Kittle, the short routes, and the – and in the safety routes out out to McCaffrey once the quarterback the offensive line everything begins to gel then they're going to start unloading um beyond the hashes and then we're going to throw in um Ayuk at 30 so again are are they not talented not at all i think they're fantastic it's the fact that the situation that they're in there's, there's just so many mouths you got to keep uh whatever Offensive juggernaut going, puts points on on the board. That's what you start off with. And when you got a poor quarterback situation with what you have, you got to go through the running back first and the tight end.
1: Justin, how about you, sir? Yeah, I've been a fan of you guys since pretty much day one. Uh, When they drafted him, I looked at him as a smaller version of Debo Samuel, even though they're the same height, but he's just not nearly as built as Debo Samuel is. But – he is a much better route runner. And it took him going to the doghouse to kind of get through in his head that like, hey, you gotta unlock all this potential. These past years, he've been these past two years, he's been absolutely killing it. He has been the talk of camp each year. He's been showing up. Camp. When other guys like Debo Samuel are not, they're going out there talking about the Eagles. They're showing their kickboxing videos. All this shit. Brandon Ayuk showing up. You know, Brandon Ayuk was showing up with Trey Lance the previous year when he was going to quarterback camp. So this is a guy who is invested. This is a guy who's getting in the reps. He's constantly working. He's constantly honing his craft. And I think this is his leap off year. I'm going with 15. I agree with Nick. There's a lot of not- there's a lot of quality players on this team that are going to get fed through the quarterback. So I think the 15th is an adequate spot for him. Debo right now, I got him at 22. And I'm hoping it's like Coop said, I hope it's because they start getting him back involved in the rushing game. Um, They need to kind of make their investment out of that three-year, $75 million deal that they paid him. So they need to start throwing him the ball, hand the ball off to him. They need to start using him like a running back that he is and just start just getting him the ball in space and letting him work because that is what happens when he gets the ball in space, it is magic. You would not imagine this guy ran a 4-5 when you watch his videos because he is lightning fast looking like Tyreek Hill out there, and he smashed on Jalen Ramsey at the same time.
0: America's team! <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I'm so glad you brought them up, uh, also, wait, by one the second,
1: way. One second, one second, sure. one second, one second, one second. Give me. Let me just give it this one more. Juwan Jennings is out for me because I think Ronnie Bell is in. I think Ronnie Bell is the type of guy that the 49ers need at a slot receiver. He is built just like Debo and Ayuk in the sense that he likes to run block and he likes to catch short passes and make something out of it. He is the third guy in that offense for me. I am completely out on Jawan Jennings. I think third in Jawan is going to be done after this year.
0: All right. So I just want to say about America's team, the Miami Dolphins, in case you guys wanted to know. Number six on the teams that you have the worst winning percentage is the Miami Dolphins. All right, Jeff, they used to be last year. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I was talking a lot of smack too. Jeff, they used to be to my left. Let's go to you first on the receivers. What do you say?
7: Yeah, I mean, I think the expectations Justin set out are are pretty good. You know, what Nick said about, you know, mouths to feed. I think that's going to come across as inconsistency but i don't see them both finishing 24 30 like outside your your top 24 players no that's
2: just today i mean it's freaking july so no i'm just i'm just saying <laughs> yeah. like
7: i i'm just saying like w- what's going to be hard about it is you're not going to know exactly you know when those blow up games come and it's going to be hard to know when to start them but at the end of the season uh, barring injury like, they're going to be productive players in a productive offense with Kyle Shanahan. They're both probably top 24 players. I'm a little bit more on Debo than I am on IUK. That's not to say that I'm more on Debo as a talent. I think Justin's right. IUK is, like, could be a superstar. He's got that level of talent. It's the outside, the numbers stuff. Maybe if it's Trey Lance, maybe Iuk starts blowing up. But, you know, thinking that, maybe it's more Brock Purdy still. Uh, you know, it's just... The, the schemed looks the over the middle the the run after the catch all of that's going to be kind of fed to debo and you know when he debo even kind of had the higher target share and and the you know the more looks when they were all on the field together yeah so you know in general players i love players i wanted some exposure to it, it's going to be hard to find consistency maybe your best ball teams may be a little bit more
0: valuable there I like it. Dan, let's go to you. What do you think about these this receiving core?
6: So I actually have Brandon Ayuk at wide receiver 23, Debo Samuel at wide receiver 24. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is ready to take the next step up. And as far as wide receivers go, he's actually a far superior wide receiver, Debo Samuel, when it comes to running routes and getting separation. Now with Debo Samuel, he has to be schemed for to get the ball. You don't have to scheme for Brandon Ayuk to get the ball. That's a big difference here with those two. And Debo over the last couple of years has only had a 2% team target share more than Brandon Ayuk. Here's another thing, and I know my camera just went off, but my audio is still working. Here's another thing right now going on with the San Francisco 49ers. They have a lot of contracts up. they got to pay Nick Bosa. There's a very real chance here, after this year, they can get out of Debo's contract and pay Brandon Ayuk instead. I think it's also why there's an investment on Shanahan's side to make the Brock Purdy thing of it all work, as far as the contract situation of it goes. So, thinking long-term, I think the 49ers might be invested in having iuk be the guy than debo samuel so i do have one spot ahead of debo
0: i like it i like it jeff what do you say
4: i think i'm actually gonna be the most contrarian of the group here um i've got iuk at 22 and debo all the way down at 39 uh so here's the deal when debo had the blow up year a couple of years ago he got a lot of it on the ground there's a lot of rushing work a lot of touchdowns It was really dependent on some different scheming and some different usage with McCaffrey and Mitchell. And even if Trey Lance plays, a lot of that work and that type of touch goes away. Debo's not getting the same touches that Kittle gets. He's not getting the same touches that Ayuk gets. Ayuk is going to be the guy, but we can still expect McCaffrey to get his work. Mitchell's going to get some. And I'm expecting at least six games of Trey Lance slash Sam Darnold and somewhere between eight and ten games of Brock Purdy. So as these different quarterbacks play, we're gonna get different types of workload from these different players. If it's Trey Lance early, maybe we're gonna see an uptick in Debo. And he has an early blow-up, right? Brock Purdy comes in, suddenly it pivots back to Iuk and Kittle. If you check out the splits, I use you know RotoViz and some other places, you can actually see how the passing game splits change pretty radically with the different quarterbacks. That's really important to note for fantasy. So let's just assume for a second it is Purdy for the bulk of the year, or even half of it, and Debo, he doesn't play a whole season. Let's be clear, he's done it once. I got him for 14 games. 14 games, wide receiver 39 is not the worst thing ever. But we've got to assume that this guy's going to miss time, because when he got paid three years, his first three years in the league, he had two-thirds of his career production in that one season these should all be considered red flags. I was actually against the, the heavy-handed you know handed contract when I heard the Jets were offering two second-round picks. One of those guys turned into Brees Hall. I was like, why didn't we just take that deal and send Debo on his way? Debo's a nice player. I like him a lot. But we have to be really concerned about the injury history and the financial investment put in play. These splits don't line up for Debo to be an elite fantasy asset unless he's getting carries and goal-line type work
0: i like it indeed okay some good insight there um let's go listen we usually tie the defense or ski yeah the defense and the tight end together we're already at this 90 minutes so this is pretty simple for me george kittle number four number three number two number one doesn't matter he's one of the elite tight ends you definitely want to go grab bottom line Um, And as far as the defense is concerned, one of the few that I would actually draft, like the ones that I'm actually looking for to get after. Other than that, I'm looking, you know, NFC South defense to stream. Other than that, though, the Niners are somebody, if they're out there and I'm liking this stacked up team I got already, there's one of those set it and forget it defenses that I like to put in. Nick, let's go to you. What do you say?
2: Yeah. um, Right now I have Kittle at four. Pretty much, you know, everyone knows George Kittle. Uh, And I think the the Niners are going to be a top-five defense again. So you're an idiot if if you don't pick them.
0: Easy money indeed. Justin, what do you say?
1: Uh, Yeah, I agree with you guys. I got three things to say to Kevin Wilson real quick. (laughs) One, you went 0-3 against us last year. Two is the place you're going to get accustomed to. (laughs) And one, remember – this is our game. The San Francisco 49ers, baby. Fuck them, Sea Chickens. Hey, you got a nice,
0: nice way to fire. Where, where was this last night, bro? You should have popped on and said this last night, too. This was that game, really, Glacius, last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. Well, Dan, what do you say? Tight end and defense. What do, you, what do you? What are you? Uh, I, I'm.
6: I think it would be contrarian here. I have George Kittle down at six. I, I'm not super enthralled with him as far as being a top five tight end. Here's the problem: he was super relying on touchdowns last year, and with Mike McGlinchey gone, George Kittle is going to be asked to block. A lot this season It's a big reason why they drafted the tight ends that they did to try to take some of the workload off of him. They've already talked about that fact. So while George Kittle might be the best all around tight end in the entire NFL, from a fantasy standpoint, he's always been wildly inconsistent. And I don't have my top five as a result. The defense, I do have his number one overall this season.
0: Ooh, this is how we do the summer tour. I love a little insight like that for sure. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. I like it. Jeff Mateo. what do you say?
4: I mean, the Niners are a top defense. I've got Kittle at four. Uh, I think we've already kind of beat that horse to death. But uh, something we got to look out for the Niners is uh, Drake Jackson. We didn't get to see a lot of him last year, but with Hargrave, Armstead, and Bosa all healthy up front, he's going to be a free runner more times than not. So if you're playing in a D special teams league or even an IDP and you're getting points for sacks, that's a last part of the draft type of a player. That's a guy you're going to get sneaky production out of.
0: I like it indeed. Jeff used to be to the left. Close us out. What do you say for the tight end indeed? Look, you
7: got to follow Jeff DiMatteo for his IDP stuff. Cause that's one of the sites I use, man. Um, so he's, he's smart. Look, I parting shot. I got to go put the kid to bed, but uh, I just had to say, you know, George Kittle, I love, you know, everybody's on Travis Kelsey. I still think George Kittle is probably the best tight end in the league. It, it's one it's him or Kelsey. It's one of those two. And it's neck and neck and, and it's, it's close, right? Like, for me, it's hands down Kittle. He's my favorite player, and um, yeah, fantasy. It's just not going to happen on the fantasy side, and that makes me really sad. But uh, his stretch last year gave me some hope. Um, it just means the offense has to catch fire, same way it did before. And my prediction says I don't expect that. But if everybody else, you know, if Gina and and everybody's right, then then maybe you you catch gold without having to pay, like, premium prices that you would for uh,
0: Kelsey or Andrews. Absolutely. All right. Well, tell the kids good night from us. We appreciate you. Guys, we appreciate you for stopping in tonight. It was fun celebrating your Niners. Good luck this year to those San Francisco Niners. We will look for you at another date. We are closing out the NFC West next week. It's the AFC West. We start on Monday with the Chargers. Supposedly supposedly lights out Sean Merriman is going to join us but we know how that goes we shall see all right guys we appreciate you for joining us we are out